Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist, which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. been trying to declutter your house and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful. Uh, Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like The task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list, and I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it, or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know? Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. Welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Lockwood, and on the surface, I teach you how to declutter your home so you can focus on what matters most to you as a mom, which I'm guessing isn't those laundry mountains, dishes stacked to the sky, and the tornadoes you clean up all day. My hope for this podcast is so much more than teaching you to declutter. I record all of my episodes live and in real time so that you can have the experience of a mom friend who gets you and is there for you. My audio isn't perfect, my kids might interrupt us, but the conversations we have are real, impactful, and proof that there are other moms like you that decluttering has worked for. If you want to join me and thousands of other moms for live episodes, go find us on Instagram and Facebook. 
Just search Motherhood Simplified and we'll welcome you with open arms. See you soon. All right, everybody, welcome to today's podcast episode where we are going to be talking about why you deserve to have a clutter-free, easy-to-live-in home. And I'm talking to you, right? You are not so special that you are, the, you are doomed to have a messy, cluttered, overwhelming, feels like it's impossible to clean up or keep clean house, right? You deserve to have a simple easy to live in clutter-free home. You do. That's it. That's the end of story. Now, we're going to start off by talking about all of the excuses that we tell ourselves for why we don't or can't have or never will have a clutter-free home. So the reason that I want to talk to you about these excuses are because they are a form of self-sabotage, okay? form of self-sabotage, meaning you want this thing, you want a clutter-free home, you want a simplified home, you want it to be easy to clean up, you want to, you know, not have to be embarrassed when people come over, you don't want to have to cancel plans because you couldn't catch up on your home stuff, or because you don't want people to come see your house, uh, you don't want to be like so stressed out all of the time that you are nagging your family and just not fun to be around, right? And I'm going to tell you something that you might not believe me at first, but the problem is not that you can't have these things, right? Or that you don't think it's possible. It's that deep down, you probably don't think that you deserve it, right? As mothers, as women, we live in a society that tells us all of the time, you have to do this. You have to have a, a Pinterest perfect house. You have to have kids with no hairs out of place. You have to have a career, a thriving career. You have to be an excellent mother, perfect, you know, calm all the time. Hey, Lindsay, you have to be, you know, an excellent, attentive, giving wife. You have to make all the meals from scratch. You have to homeschool, right? And now in 2020, we all have to figure out this new skill set of educating our kids from home, right? And you have to make it look effortless and you have to make it look easy and you have to make it look magical and beautiful. And that's a whole lot of pressure. And we don't think that we deserve to have any of these good things if we're not doing all of those things, right? Hey, Victoria, we feel like we have to earn it. We feel like it has to be a struggle. We feel like if we're not super busy doing all of the things perfectly, weighing all of the trophies for things that don't even exist, we don't deserve to have a simple, easy to live in home, right? So deep down, we have these really deeply rooted, essentially worth issues, right? So the issue isn't that all of these excuses, right? The issue isn't that you don't have enough time. It's not that you don't have enough money. It's not that you have to put you know, everyone before yourself. Um, it's not just in case, it's not that you don't want to be wasteful, right? Like those are surface level things. Really what it is, is all of those excuses and reasons that we tell ourselves are pretty irrelevant if we can't get to the root issue of actually thinking that we deserve to have an easy to live in, easy to maintain home, okay? And if you believe that for yourself, 
okay? And I will, I'm gonna be completely honest. I am to a point in my life where I'm like, yeah, I have five kids and I'm trying to homeschool them. I do a whole lot of work. I definitely deserve to have this piece of my life be very easy, right? But I'll be honest and say, I struggle with it in other areas of my life, right? Like I feel like I need to struggle with my career and all these things. I'm not gonna get into a therapy session, right? But it, you know, it, we have all of these deeply rooted issues, right? And if you can convince yourself that you deserve to have that, you deserve to have a simple home, you deserve to not have to struggle to keep things clean, all of those excuses are going to become irrelevant. All of a sudden you will be able to make the time. All of a sudden you will stop saying, I can't declutter because I have so many kids. Say, I need to declutter for my kids, right? Um, I need to declutter because my spending is out of control and I can't even remember the things that I buy anymore because I have so much stuff, right? Um, you will, you'll, all of those excuses will become relevant if you can just believe that you deserve this and you believe that you're worthy. So we're gonna talk about that some more. Um, now what happens, yes, give yourself permission that you deserve is what Victoria just said. That is exactly right. Um, because here's the thing, if you keep arguing for all of your limitations, you're going to get all of those limitations. If you keep arguing for things like, I don't have enough time, I don't have enough money, I don't have enough, uh, kids, you have enough kids, right? I don't have enough time. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough energy. If you keep telling yourself that and keep arguing for that fact, you are never going to have enough time, money, or energy, right? If you keep telling yourself, I can't declutter because I don't want to be wasteful, guess what? You're going to keep getting. You're going to keep being wasteful, right? Because you have all of the stuff in your house. None of it's helping you, and you still have to buy more stuff. You still have to buy more bins. That's wasteful, right? You're wasting not only physical resources, you're wasting your time and your energy, which is wasteful in itself, right? If you keep arguing for your limitations for why you can't do this, that's exactly what you're going to get, okay? Now, I want to let you know something. It is a radical thing to have a simplified home. And I don't mean radical in that it's really cool or trendy, I mean radical in that it's extreme. Right, we live in these societies. I'm not sure if you guys can hear Tara upstairs, but I can. Um, we live in societies that tell us you need to be busy, you need to do more, you need to do it better. And it is a radical thing to not fall into that narrative, right? It is radical in that it is extreme. It is radical in that hardly anybody does it. It is radical in that so different that people might even think you're weird. Who cares, right? Like I know for sure that the way that I live is not like most people and I'm okay with that. It's radical, it's different. I like it, I want it because the other option is to live in a way that doesn't feel good to me, right? Is to live in a way that drains me, is to continue to live how I used to live, which was spending my weekends cleaning up spending every night snapping at my husband and my kids because I was stressed out by the mess, right? Spending all of my free time trying to figure out how to organize all of these toys and for what, right? For what? To say that I did it, to say that we have a, an organized playroom, to say that my kids have so many educational toys and I'm doing such a great job, basically killing myself over it, right? Like, what's the point? There was no point. It is radical to simplify your space. It is radical to believe that you deserve this. And I just want to keep telling you, you 
deserve it. You do, okay? You don't believe it yet, I'll just keep telling you until you do, right? You deserve it. Now, the final thing that I wanna to talk to you about when it comes to actually believing that you deserve this, that you deserve to have a home that is easy to be in. Guys, I'm just gonna tell you this and I don't want you to think that I'm telling you this to brag, but we have five kids and we homeschool and I spend like 30 minutes a day cleaning up my house and that's it and it's done, right? It didn't used to be like that, but you absolutely deserve that and your kids deserve that and your spouse deserves that and your friends deserve that and you doing this for yourself is doing it for everybody else too, right? We, I think sometimes we think that sacrificing this means that we're giving more to our kids or we're giving more to our spouse or whatever, we're saving the planet and you're not. <laughs> That's part of them and it's fake, okay? Um, you deserve to have that. You deserve to have a house that takes minimal effort. You deserve to have a house that you can play in and be in and it's simple and you can relax in it, work in it. Um, you deserve that. But a lot of times we don't think that we deserve it because our parents didn't have it or our grandparents didn't have it or our family members don't have it or our siblings don't have it. And so we think that we need to stay down here in the same boat, right? Um, and you don't, right? There's just because your parents lived in a cluttered home doesn't mean that you have to live in a cluttered home, right? Or maybe it's the opposite. Maybe you're like, my parents were meat freaks and I wasn't allowed to have anything out of place. Does not mean that you need to go to the other end of the spectrum and struggle, right? You don't have to do what they did. And because you're a parent, I know for sure that parents want their kids to do better than them, right? Um, toxic parents not considered, right? I have a toxic parent. I'm not considering their opinion on me doing better than them because they don't like that, right? However, when you think of your kids and I think of my kids, I want to set them up to succeed, to do better and more than I did, right? I wanna give them a leg up and you are, you are not destined to repeat the patterns that your parents lived out or your grandparents lived out. And just because your grandparents grew up during the depression era, you know, like mine, does not mean that you have to save every single Tupperware thing because they did, right? And I'm not calling those out. I'm speaking from my own experiences, right? My grandparents would eat, you know, the ice cream in the plastic containers and they would keep all of the plastic containers and the lids. And I don't know why, but, well, I do know why, but I don't have to do that. I don't have to live that way. My life is not their life. It is different than theirs. I am not disrespecting them for choosing to live in a different way. I'm actually honoring them by living my best life, right? I know that living your best life thing is such a cliche statement, but really, I think sometimes we, we see these struggles that our parents went through, or we see these struggles that our friends are going through, or our other siblings and our other family members, our aunts, uncles, and cousins that are going through, and we feel like we have to stay with them we're gonna upset them if we're thriving and doing well, and we have a lot of guilt around it. Um, and you don't have to carry that. That is not yours to carry. You help everybody, you help yourself and do better. Um, and I think sometimes deep down beneath the surface of like when we say things like, I don't have enough time just in case, what if I don't have enough money? What we're really saying is, 
who am I to do this, right? And we have this like imposter syndrome thing of like, who am I to actually do this? Who am I to live a better life than my parents? Who am I to break free from, you know, these cycles of not enough money and, and not enough happiness and not enough time and busy all the time and no room for anything that you actually want to do. And I want to tell you, who are you not to, right? A lot of times the thing that scares us the most is not staying stuck where we are. The thing that scares us the most is letting go of those things. Who even are we if we aren't replying with, oh my gosh, how are you? Oh my gosh, I'm so busy, right? Oh my gosh, I'm so tired. Oh my gosh, I'm so stressed out. Oh my gosh, 2020 is breaking me, right? Like, who would we be if we let all of those things go? If we let those things go, the only other option we have is to take ownership of our life, to take ownership of our homes, to do the things that we actually want to do, to believe that we actually deserve these good things and rise above. And I think the scarier thing for people is like, what if I do try to do this? What if I actually do try to declutter my home? What if I actually do try to make things better for myself and my family? And it doesn't work. Then all of a sudden, I put myself on the line, I took a risk and I failed. And then all of a sudden you have nothing to fall back on because you put yourself out there and it didn't work. I'm here to tell you, it will work. It might not work the first time. It might not work as quickly as you want, but if you keep putting yourself out there, it's going to work, right? Um, but it's scarier to think about putting yourself out there and it not working. It sometimes feels more comfortable to just say, oh, I can't this weekend, or uh, I'll declutter when my kids are older and I'll declutter when they're not at home, or I'll declutter when I have a live-in babysitter, or I'll declutter when my kids are seven or 10 or 15 and can do more on their own. And I want to let you know that it doesn't matter how old they are. It doesn't matter how many you have. It doesn't matter any of the conditions, you will always find some kind of a reason to convince yourself that you can't do it. That's why we have you know, people in here who are empty nesters. We have people in here who are grandparents. There are groups dedicated to people trying to declutter who don't even have any kids and are not married and they still can't figure out how to do it because it has absolutely nothing to do with those conditions, right? It has everything to do with actually making it happen and putting yourself out there and believing that you deserve it and believing that you are worthy of having a simple life because you are okay that's it <laughs> um you are worthy of having a simple house living house once you believe that you will be able to do it um if you need the steps to take i cover all of this in my courses like decluttering simplified for sure is the best one to get into is decluttering your entire house in four weeks i give you all of the exact steps to follow boom 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 just go do it great thing about that is because you don't have to think about how to do this, what to do first, next, and last. I get to hold that space for you to unpack all of the emotional baggage. Um, yeah, Kylie says, if you want an excuse, you'll find one. Exactly. If you want an excuse, you will find one. If you argue for your limitations, you're going to get all of those limitations, right? If you keep saying, I can't do it because, I can't do it because, you're not going to be able to do it because, whatever it is that you're saying. Um, but really, if you do want a leg up, if you do want an advantage, if you do want a kickstart, if you do want a shortcut, get into the course because I will make it so simple for you. And when you don't have to think about how do I do this? What do I do? What are the steps that I take that clears up all of this mental energy for you to unpack the rest of it? Why don't I think I'm worthy of this? Why can't I find time? Why can't I get past just in case? Why am I struggling with 
fear of not having enough? Why am I battling myself feeling like I'm the one who wrecked the planet and you didn't? That wasn't you, right? So decluttering to me is more of an emotional process rather than a logical process. Yes, it's logical and logistical and that you have to actually get the stuff out. But the thing that holds people back the most and the thing that people need the most is unpacking all of these emotions around it, which is what I'm really great at doing, right? I simplify it for you. I can make you do this very fast in four weeks. Um, if you get into the Decluttering Simplified course, I also have just one for toys and just for clothes. If you're like, just give me toys and clothes, you can get into one of those too. Those will help you as well. Um, and I hope to see you guys in there. Okay, that is it for this episode and I will see you guys on the next one. Bye. Hey, before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, Head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the motherhood simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.